I'm Not a Gentleman is a production of Chase and Ryder.com. But let's say you're wearing more of a casual suit, like something in flannel or hapsack, you definitely can wear your tassel loafers. Even if it's not a casual suit, I feel like you can get away with wearing a pair of tassel loafers, dark brown suede. The only time I wouldn't recommend it is with the most CBS suits. So let's say you're wearing a double-breasted pinstripe suit. In that case, I definitely would not recommend that you wear tassel loafers with that. Strictly Oxford in that situation. Yo, what up? Welcome to I'm Not a Gentleman. The show designed to help you look stylish without following trends. I'm your host, Vladimir Arache from ChaseAndRider.com and your favorite menswear YouTuber's favorite menswear YouTuber. I've helped dozens of clients and hundreds of students and viewers feel more confident by looking their best and always making a great first impression. So as you guys should know by now, well, some of you probably just listening to me for the first time, I'm a shoe enthusiast. So I love menswear as a whole, but a lot of people know me for shoe content. At first, I kind of shied away from it because I didn't want to be pigeonholed and just be put in a box as someone that just makes content about shoes. But I came to embrace it because it is what it is. You know what I mean? Those are the videos that get the most used for me when I talk about shoes. And I always stress that dressing well starts with your shoes. It's like building a house. You want to start with the foundation and then work your way up. So I'm no longer hiding from the fact that a lot of people know me as a shoe guy. So I'm cool with that. This episode is about a question that I usually get a lot. Guys usually ask me if they were studying their shoe collection, what are the top five shoes that I would recommend? So this is exactly what we're going to cover in this episode. Intro. Back in that, back in that bag again. So as I was saying, today's episode is about shoes and we're going to talk about the top five shoes that I would recommend. So basically, if I was starting over, these are the five shoes that I would get to start my collection. Let's get to it. The first shoe that I would recommend would be a pair of Black Capital Oxford. I've been singing Black Capital Oxford's praises for a while now. And a Black Capital Oxford is a shoe that every man needs in their collection. The reason why I'm saying that is because a Black Capital Oxford is essential. That's the shoe that you would wear if you're going to a wedding. That's the shoe that you would wear if you were going to the most serious of meetings. And also if you were attending a summer event. Why would pick the Black Capital Oxford over, let's say, Another pair of black shoes is because the black up to Oxford is very simple. It's just a beautiful shoe. That means business. The black cap to Oxford is not the most formal shoe. That distinction would go to the black hole cut. So you can either get a pair of black cap to Oxford or a pair of black hole cuts. Both of them would play the same exact role. The reason why I'm choosing the black cap to Oxford is because that's just the one that I prefer. But they're really 1A and 1B. You can't go wrong with either one. I prefer the Black Cap to Oxford because when you're talking about a whole cut, the way that that shoe got its name is because it's made out of one piece of leather. So it's a really, really plain shoe that has nothing on it as far as any kind of toe cap or any designs whatsoever. 
And that's what makes it the most severe shoe because when it comes to shoes, the plainer the shoe, the more formal the shoe becomes. But to me, a black cap to Oxford, even though it does have a toe cap, still makes it extremely formal. Although, like I said, not as formal as the whole cut. I picked the black cap to Oxford because aesthetically, I just like the look better. And also because it has a toe cap that minimizes the appearance of the creasing. So when you walk, your shoes naturally flex. So when you're talking about a whole cut, the creases are going to look a lot more visible because like I was saying, it's one piece of leather. So you see everything. Now I'm not saying that there's really anything wrong with creases per se, because the shoes usually look better after you wear them a few times. If the shoe just looks like there's no kind of creasing whatsoever, it doesn't look that natural. So there's not really anything wrong with creases per se, but if you can minimize it a little bit, then that's what I would do. So me personally, I like the fact that a toe cap provides a natural space for where the creases would go anyway. That's not to say on a plain cap to Oxford, you're not going to see any creasing, you will. You just won't see it as much because it does have a toe cap there where the creases would usually go. But once again, there's no wrong answer. I just prefer the way that the black cap to Oxford looks. And I just prefer the fact that it doesn't show as much creasing as the whole cut. And of course, the color black is going to be your most formal color. For example, I wouldn't go to someone's wedding wearing any other color besides black. Unless, of course, it's a very casual wedding, like a beach wedding, then that's definitely different. But if we're talking about a normal wedding where it's formal, also if we're talking about going to an event where you have to wear a tuxedo, you can only wear black shoes to those type of events. So that's why a black shoe is definitely essential. And the one that I would pick in that scenario would be the black cap to Oxford. So another thing with a pair of black shoes, they're going to be your most versatile shoe as far as color. And what I mean by that is a pair of black shoes is going to go with every single suit color that you can throw at it. It might not be the most versatile as far as occasions because once again, it's a very severe shoe. So let's say you're just hanging out after work or you're taking your wife out to dinner. It might not be the best option. But as far as color, it'll go with everything that you have in your wardrobe. Now, the second shoe that I would recommend if somebody were just starting their collection would be a pair of dark brown punch cap to Oxford. The punch cap toe is very similar to the plain cap to Oxford. The difference is it is punched along the toe cap. So you will see perforations along that line. But the rest of the shoe will look very similar, if not the same, as a plain cap to Oxford. And the reason why I'm picking that shoe is because it's still a very severe shoe, although not as formal as the plain cap to Oxford due to the broguing, which are the perforations that I was just referring to. Once again, when it comes to shoes, the plainer the shoe, the more formal the shoe becomes. So adding the broguing to it makes it slightly less formal. It doesn't have broguing all over it, like certain shoes, like an Adelaide, for example, or full brogue, something like that. It's just a toe cap that has the broguing. So it's still a very severe shoe, but I would recommend that shoe because it makes it a little bit more versatile than the plain cap to Oxford. 
Now, as I said before, a pair of black shoes is going to be the most versatile as far as color. So the second one after that is the dark brown. So that makes it also more versatile as far as occasions. Because even though you can't wear it to a serious function like a wedding or a summer event, but you can wear it to everything else. So those two shoes are going to be the most versatile shoes that you can have, bar none. So the best color that you can wear with a dark brown punch cap to Oxford is probably navy. I think navy goes really, really well with dark brown. But at the same time, it's dark brown. You can wear it with anything. The only thing that you can't wear it with would be a black suit. Because with a black suit, you can only wear it with black shoes. Personally, I don't own a black suit. You don't really need a black suit in your collection. But if you're someone that likes black suits, just keep in mind that you can only wear black shoes with your black suit. So still very versatile, except when it comes to black suits. Now for number one and number two, those are Oxfords, which means that's going to be your most formal shoe. And I would only recommend those shoes to be worn with a suit. Now let's go to the next one. The third shoe that I would recommend if somebody was studying their collection would be a pair of tassel loafers in a dark brown suede. It's funny, man, because it took me a while to come around to loafers. And um, I'm glad that I did. I'm still not a fan of every single loafer style, but the tassel loafer is definitely my favorite. And a pair of tassel loafers in brown suede is such a versatile shoe. So as I was saying before, the first two shoes that I mentioned, I would not recommend those shoes with anything but a suit. But the tassel loafer, you can definitely wear with a suit and you can wear it more casually. Actually, it looks better more casually if you're talking about our trousers and a sport coat. And you can even wear it with denim. Now, with a suit, I usually recommend Oxfords as your first choice. But let's say you're wearing more of a casual suit, like something in flannel or hapsack. You definitely can wear your tassel loafers. Even if it's not a casual suit, I feel like you can get away with wearing a pair of tassel loafers and dark brown suede. The only time I wouldn't recommend it is with the most severe suits. So let's say you're wearing a double-breasted pinstripe suit. In that case, I definitely would not recommend that you wear tassel loafers with that. Strictly Oxford in that situation. And the reason why I'm picking a suede here is because suede shoes definitely puts you on another level. So typically, you don't really see men wearing suede shoes. Once you start wearing suede shoes, that automatically puts you in a different bracket. And people usually look at you like, this guy must know what he's doing. He's wearing suede shoes. So that puts you in the shoe enthusiast category. And another thing that I really love about suede shoes is the fact that they're very easy to maintain. And also they're made for the rain. Although a lot of people think that you're not supposed to wear suede shoes in the rain, which couldn't be more wrong. They're actually made for that kind of weather. All you have to do is spray them every 30 days or so with a waterproof spray. And then the water would just beat off of it. So... Highly recommended. And suede shoes, they just put you on another level. And feel free to switch the tassel loafer for, let's say, a penny loafer, if that's what you're into. It's just me personally. I love the tassel loafer. I'm not really a big fan of the penny loafer, but they're really 1A and 1B. So if a penny loafer is more your thing, then get a pair of dark brown suede penny loafers. They'll both play the same exact role, just a matter of preference. 
Now, the fourth shoe that I would recommend if somebody were studying their shoe collection would be a pair of Splito Derby in burgundy. Now, if there were ever a shoe that was the shoe enthusiast's shoe, it's the Splito Derby. The funny part about the Splito Derby is I don't know that one guy that's really into Splito Derbies that started off liking them. Most of us shoe enthusiasts, when we first saw Splito Derby, we were not a fan. But eventually that shoe is going to grow on you to a point where you can never have enough of them. So the first time I saw a pair of Splito Derbies, I was very confused. Because that style of shoe, if you're not familiar, there will be pictures in the blog post that comes with this episode so you can see exactly the style and the color of each shoe that I'm referring to. But the Splito Derby looks different than anything else that you're probably used to. Number one, like I was saying, Oxfords are going to be your most severe shoes. Derbies, on the other hand, are one notch lower than an Oxford because it has an open lacing system versus an Oxford that's a closed lacing system. So that automatically put the Derby a notch below the Oxford as far as formality. But the thing about Derbies is most people are not even really going to realize there's really a difference between an Oxford and a Derby until you point it out to them. When I first started wearing suits, I had no idea that there was a difference between Oxfords and Derbies. And even if I did notice the difference, I didn't know that one was less formal than the other one. So I definitely used to wear my suits with my Derbies. I didn't know that they were less formal. Like I said, most people don't even realize that. So to me, you can definitely wear your derbies with your suits, especially if it's a less formal suit. It's different from a loafer because I think even if somebody's not into shoes, they can look at a pair of loafers and tell that they're different from an Oxford because they don't have any laces versus a derby still has laces. It's just that it has an open lacing system, which makes it less formal. But I do wear my derbies with my suits. Like I said, nobody's going to notice. But they're definitely better if you wear them without trousers and sport coat. And you can definitely wear them with denim, just like you would pale loafers. But like I was saying with the Spito Derbies, nobody really starts off liking them. And then eventually I saw somebody wearing them the right way. I was like, man, this looks really, really nice. I think I can probably pull that off. And then I got my first pair and I haven't looked back since. I think I have eight pairs of Spito Derbies right now if not more than that, I can't really think, but I think it's about eight. And I still want a lot more than that. So Splito Derbies, that's definitely the shoe enthusiast's shoe. And the reason why I'm picking burgundy, I do feel like every man should be wearing burgundy shoes. And I do understand that a lot of men shy away from that color. Some might find it too flashy, but it definitely has its place. And especially when you're talking about, you know, more casual shoe, So split or derbies in a burgundy leather would be my recommendation for the fourth shoe. Burgundy is a color that's really going to go with everything, although I like it the most with charcoal. And to wrap it up, the fifth shoe that I would recommend would be a pair of chucker boots in Oxblood. So Oxblood, as I mentioned in the episode that I made about the top five shoe colors, it's a beautiful color. It's a mix between, let's say, black and burgundy. The only negative with Axe Blood is most shoemakers don't really make that color, especially when you're talking about ready-to-wear shoes. So if they have a custom program, I'm sure that you can get them to get you a shoe in Axe Blood. But most of them don't really produce that color ready-to-wear. It's such a beautiful color and such a versatile color. It goes with everything except for black. 
very similar to dark brown in that sense, but it's a little more fun than dark brown because it has shades of burgundy, especially when you're outdoors. If you're indoors, it might just look like a dark brown shoe until you step outdoors and you can see it has hints of burgundy. And chukka boots is kind of a mix between a shoe and a pair of boots because it's not as high as what you would consider most boots to be. But it's definitely above the ankle. So that does technically make it a pair of boots. So if you're not really into boots yet, that's a good way to really start getting into boots is by wearing checker boots. That's what I did when I first started. I didn't like loafers, like I was saying, and I didn't like boots. So my first pair of boots were actually a pair of checker boots. They're very versatile as well, and you can definitely wear them with less formal suits. So I wanted to start with two shoes that were very formal, and then I wanted to give you three options that you can wear with both suits and also more casually. So just to recap, the first shoe is going to be a pair of black cap to Oxfords or a pair of black hole cuts. The second shoe is going to be a pair of dark brown punch cap to Oxford. The third shoe is going to be a pair of tassel loafers in dark brown suede. Or you can sub that for a pair of penny loafers in dark brown suede. The fourth pair is going to be split to derbies in burgundy. And last but not least, the fifth pair is going to be a pair of chuckers in ox blood. So those are the top five shoes that I would recommend if somebody were starting their shoe collection today. And if I had to go back and do it over, that's what I would do. So this is the part of the show that I like to call I Got a Story to Tell. Sometimes it will have something to do with menswear and other times it just won't. Just a story. So today's story is the latter. It has nothing to do with menswear, but it's a funny story. So I feel like you guys will probably appreciate it. So out of high school, I used to work at Costco. Me and my best friend, a couple other guys worked in the food court at Costco. Like the Costco, that's in our county. When they opened it, it didn't have a food court. So eventually they built a food court and we were the crew that opened the food court at that Costco. We sold pizzas, chicken bakes, hot dogs, churros, pretzels, those type of things. I remember this older gentleman came up to me while I was buying the register and he said he wanted to get a hot dog. Then he kept on saying, can you make it well done? See, the thing is the hot dogs were boiled. It's not like we had a grill where we were actually grilling the hot dogs. So I tried to explain that to him. There's really no way for me to make it well done because we just boiled them. But I don't think he really understood me because he kept on stressing the fact that he wanted the hot dog to be well done. Now, besides hot dogs, we also sold poly sausages. And if you're not familiar, a poly sausage looks just like a hot dog, but it's much darker. So while I got my back turned to him to get him the hot dog, I heard him say again, hey, young fella, don't forget to make it well done. At that point, I got tired of it. Even though he was a really nice guy, you know? So he really left me no choice but to give him a poly sausage instead of a hot dog. <laughs> So, like I said, man, when I worked in that food court, my best friend also worked in the food court with me. He didn't work that night. 
So I had to tell him the story. And I think this was in 96. So we're talking about almost 30 years ago. And to this day, man, if I mentioned that story to him, he has tears coming down his face. <laughs> I don't think you guys understand, man. What if dude was allergic to poly sausages, man? <laughs> but that's what he gets for asking me to make his hot dog well done, man. You know? Even though I told him that there was no way for me to do that. Young fella, can you make sure that it's well done? That's what he kept on saying. Pause. Whoa. There goes your well done hot dog, sir. You have a good night. Anyway, I hope that he enjoyed his well done hot dog, a.k.a. a pulley sausage. Pause. So that was my episode on the top five shoes that I would recommend if somebody were just starting their shoe collection. Tune in again next week for another fire episode of I'm Not a Gentleman. Peace. Back in that, yeah. Tell them to watch.